flown. I have sailed. I have moved about this world of ours. And ever in search of the finest of its kind, we bring you the tops in Audio Drama Networks. This is Mutual. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Learn how to drive that car, lady! What, your traffic instructor didn't give you no tips and pointers about lane-changing etiquette? Now, in all fairness, these hatchbacks do have a lot of blind spots. That admitted, in my opinion, the ecological advantages outweighed a few negatives off the bill. It's not like his mouth was the one too stuffed to spit out words. Oh, you got a lot of hate going on lately. Whoa, whoa, wait, hey, put your gun away. I'm gonna give Miss Magoo a blowout she won't forget. Come on, Mr. Marino won't like it none if we get sidetracked with road rage. Yeah, Marino's in prison, though. Oh, that don't mean you don't want us to haul butt to Wormwood. You're not gonna shoot a tire. Focus on the job we gotta do. I got a better plan of action than what a 38 slug can deliver anyways. How about some driving music till then? Chapter 7. Written by Jeremy Rogers and David Acampo. Uh, I get the sense you're having something in the way of lady problems. You'd stay out of my romantic endeavors if you knew what was good for you. Look, I'm not looking to turn things sour with you and me. I'm just saying, you do know that not all women are tramps? Put a hold on that sensitive observation. Miss Magoo's getting off the freeway. Oh, there ain't nothing out there in the dark but derelict gas stations. Yeah, I know. Now... How are we supposed to shower with her bound and gagged in the tub like that? You don't shower in a flophouse roadside motel like this one. Keep your clothes on and get some shut-eye. Above the sheets. So, you gonna tell me now why we had to go and kidnap her? Let it go, would ya? Besides, I told you already. I got a plan. Look, I think maybe your plan don't match what Mr. Marino sent us out of town to do. How does kidnapping a lady have anything to do with us taking care of Dr. Crowfeller, huh? A man of limited view, I see. That town he's hiding in isn't exactly open to the public now, is it? Oh, wait. So she's a diversionary tactic? In the morning, we go buy Miss Magoo some flannel duds and make her up to look like some uh, farmer's daughter. Then we take the hacksaw I keep in the trunk and we sever the head from one of them dead cows that litter the side of the freeway. Are you talking about the hacksaw that I got you for Christmas? That thing's made to cut through arm and leg bones. I don't know if the teeth are serrated enough to get through... Huh? Dead cows? Don't you wash your nose. There's this Omega agency barring entry into Wormwood. They set up this kind of quarantine right after all the fires. What, you think we're going to need gas masks or maybe a bird in a cage to tell us if we... It's just like an elaborate ruse. To keep folks away from the town. Ah, oh, now look, I, I don't know about this. Hey, uh, you should try not being a bitch and be quiet instead. I've got a plan. Now go to sleep. I'm taking the bed by the door. 
Hey, you sleeping yet? I'm not no more. Remember what I was saying earlier about how I've noticed you're in this bad humor on account of spending too much time with the variety of female that don't make you happy? Tread carefully, my friend. Look, I think that you're limiting your options by only prowling the nightclubs. You know, why not try mingling in, in, in a supermarket? A supermarket? You don't say. Look, I'd like to find a girl who's into fresh produce. I don't know. I imagine a girl who's into good fruits and vegetables would be a pretty decent person all around. I didn't want to say nothing, but uh, you've lost weight. Yeah? You think I'm actually a tad lighter? It might be that I'm not, I'm not retaining water the same as I used to, but I feel... Do you feel like shutting the hell up? I'm freaking tired. I don't think nobody's following us. What did I tell you? And did you see the look on that flunky's face when he popped the trunk open? Puke came out his nose before his jaw dropped. Oh, that poor girl's gonna need therapy. And it's getting dark fast, and we don't got no flashlights. How are we supposed to navigate these unfamiliar woods with just the light from the moon? The town is this way. Hey, look, there are wolves out here. I keep seeing them out of the corner of my eye. My God, quit bleeding out your crotch, would you? The town is just over there. That's what you said an hour ago. Okay. Listen, I know I've been teetering on the edge of outright anger these past couple months. You think I got lady problems, but I don't. You want to know what's got me all peeved? It's you. I don't think you want to be a goon no more. You talk about hybrid cars and salad and respecting women and daytime self-help talk shows and... You know, I don't like it none that I'm amplifying my mafioso tendencies to compensate for your personal growth. Do you hear that? Yeah, I hear it. Wormwood's right there. I can see a paved road. Come on. Let's go finish things with Crow. It's over! It's over! He's dead! I... I've killed him. Hang on a second, Dr. Crow. Just... Just let him go, Wayne. Let the man go. And, uh, and sell hi-fi car stereo devices with my cousin in Albuquerque. Hold that thought, would you? Stupid as it is. Huh, Dr. Crow, where do you think you're going? Mr. Marino has a message for you. Xander, behind you! He's pulling out a... History began with the vision of a drowning woman, which brought occult detective Dr. Xander Crow to the strange town of Wormwood, where he unraveled an ancient conspiracy and discovered a lost object of unimaginable power. In the months following, evil has besieged the sleepy foothills town, and the last of Wormwood's citizens guard against a growing threat of unspeakable horror. The final hand in a centuries-old game has been dealt. And now, at long last, all answers will stand revealed as destinies meet and fates intertwine in Wormwood Revelation. Several hours earlier. Brent Saunders is a zombie? Uh, he 
He's the demon. He's the reason I'm here with Crow. Why all of this is happening in Wormwood. Huh? A real demon? He looks like Brent Saunders' Halloween garb like the Tar Man from The Return of the Living Dead. Get out of here, Jimmy. While you still have a chance, I can't protect you. You never should have left the depressive Mannix. Legend awaited you, Jimmy Details. What the hell's a demon doing locked up in Deidre's freezer? Whoa, wait, you've heard of me? There are rumblings of my music in the underworld? Don't talk to him, Jimmy. Shh, Anna. Or do I have to remove your tongue? Let the boy have his moment. I know we're up to our elbows and bad, but still, this is kind of awesome. He's bound my hands. Anna, zip it. And, uh, rewind. I'd like to state for the record that I'm not really accepting Anna as your real name. Maybe your vamp name, but... When, when I close my eyes and put us in Red Dawn scenarios, I like to imagine your news broadcast legal name to be epic, like Tarna. He hit me in the back of the head with something. I'm bleeding. He's not getting Wormwood. Or the world. Or you. I've rescued you once before, Sparrow. Remember how Brunhilde coursed through the streets of Los Angeles, away from the mafia, straight into myth? Stop talking. That road trip was the freaking bomb. We had the kind of adventures other people can only dream about. Remember all those Haitian zombies in the Bay Area? What about the animatronic octopus and our wrong turn into Las Vegas? Shut up, Jimmy. The more your mouth runs, the faster a drama like will get a feel for what makes you tick. I've got this. I got it. So you're a demon, huh? A drama like? I'll have to wiki you. I have been the god of Sephirvain, the president of the Senate of Demons, the chancellor of hell, and for a brief time... The supervisor of Satan's wardrobe. Satan's wardrobe? What are you, some kind of metrosexual hellspawn? Jimmy, stop talking. Don't mock me, human. The Babylonians burn children alive in metal caskets made in my likeness. Sipara, the city of books, was drenched in blood and... Hold up, a drama queen... You like this demon of some ancient library? That's kind of lame. What are you going to do? Shush me for all eternity? Jimmy, you're not Xander. You don't know what you're doing. I know this devil's reject hurt you, Sparrow. I see the blood trickling down behind your ear. I see your hands tied behind your back. And I see this epic douchebag's, or I mean this lame-ass demon's bloody hand pushing down on your shoulder. She's right, Jimmy Details. You do talk too much for your own good. Jimmy, run! You think I'm exposing an open door into my brain, but what I've really been doing is planning my attack. You've been biding your time as you look to find just the right course of action. Ah, and now you're confident you have the upper hand. What a clever foil you have turned out to be, Jimmy Details. You've noticed the large butcher's knife under the dirty dishes in the sink. Yeah. Maybe. Why don't you pick up the knife, Jimmy Details? Go on. We'll stand right here and wait while you arm yourself. Don't do it. Don't do this, Adramalek. What if I don't want to pick it up? I'm not giving you a choice. Pick up the knife, or I'll make you watch as I pluck the wings from your precious sparrow. Stop it! I don't want to do this! I don't... I don't... Come on, get out of my head! Pajamalik, don't. He's just the town idiot. He's not part of your game. Grip the handle of the knife firmly. You want to be able to stab someone. I'll kill you! No. I think I'll have you cut deep into your stomach instead. 
and spill your dank insides for my amusement. Please don't. No, don't me. Don't. Don't. Get out. Jimmy! Jimmy! Hey, there you are, son. Look careful now, you got you got a pretty bad wound. Sister George bandaged you up, but Jimmy! Uh... Where is Sparrow? Jim, I'm Chip Drexel, SNSA. You were mumbling about Andromalek when you stumbled into the church. Is this the entity that Your organization doesn't even have a classification for him. Jimmy, before you passed out, you told us you were with Sparrow at the diner. Why is Sparrow at the diner? Did you say there are still pie fixings in the freezer? Jimmy, you said this demon wanted the object. You didn't tell him that we have it here, did you? Jimmy Details, explain to me right this bloody instant what you've done with Sparrow! Jimmy! Jimmy! I can't believe there are still pie fixings in the freezer. Uh, yeah, so... Sparrow and I went to the diner and we were holding hands, but only for a minute because we're just not there yet and... We decided to have pie, so I went down to the freezer and it smelled really bad. And Brent Saunders was in there, and he's dead but still moving, even though his head hangs off to the side in a really funky way, which would be cool if it wasn't so freaking creepy. He told, he told me he's actually a demon, which is really not as cool as it sounds. And he hit Sparrow with a double boiler and he tied her up, and I tried to stop him, but he made me stab myself with a big kitchen knife, and then he took it and held at Sparrow's throat, and he told me to come in and get the object and bring it to him. That's the only way he'll let her go. And I know the object is, like, super monster important and everything, but this is Sparrow we're talking about here, Dr. Crow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stay calm, Jimmy. Just relax. You've lost a lot of blood. Let's let Sister George take care of you. All right, Crow, this is your friend here, and you know more about this demon character than any of us, so what's our play here? Our play, our play, my dear constable, is go and retrieve Sparrow at any cost. But when we were in Commander McQueen's tent, you told Sparrow that this Adrama Llama guy was behind everything. I don't want to play the devil's advocate, but how can we just give him the object and, like, I don't know. I'm, ju- I'm just saying it, it's something we should think through. I am well aware of whom we're dealing with, Jimmy, but Sparrow is far more important than... Now hold up, Crow. I said this was your friend, so I was asking you for a plan. But I'm not putting this town in any further jeopardy for the sake of your friend, no matter how important she is to you. This is not a time to put personal agendas above the safety of the entire town. That's a fine thing coming from you, Sheriff. As I recall, your wife is largely at the center of... Not anymore. 
I mean what I say, Crow. Don't test me. Just don't. I believe you, Sheriff. Chip, the SNSA is stationed around the town's perimeter. Now, how can we get a message to them? Your boys have the, the hardware that gives us our best shot. We can kill this bastard, and this may be our only chance, because I have it on, on good authority that Adramalek is hiding because his body, well, Brent Saunders' body, anyway, is vulnerable. If we can converge on the diner, a full tactical assault, then maybe... I do believe our sheriff has found his spine. This won't do at all. I know why you've got Sparrow, Adramalek. It's because of me, isn't it? You want me. This has always been about me. Just another taunt. Just another way of showing me that I am your bitch. Well, you win. You won't have another Samantha Holloway, Adramalek. I'd rather die. Yeah? Jacob! How are you holding up in there, kiddo? How's Harmony? She's okay, I guess. She hasn't really recovered from from Rachel leaving her body. I don't really know. Your best days are ahead of you, Mr. Kitter. So it's true? I'm not, not the guardian? Correct. But you told me I was. Uh, Jacob, I had prepared a detailed monologue which would explain these events as an important life lesson for a growing boy, but yeah, it's bollocks. I lied to you, Jacob. I thought that whatever happened, you'd be safe, and indeed you are still alive, and I'm back, so I can take the object back from you. No. No? I watched my dad get torn apart by a demon, Dr. Crow. I slept in caves and basements for six months straight, watching all kinds of bizarro nightmares ravage my town. Whatever happened, happened for a reason. I'm seeing this through to the end. You're free, and with your girlfriend recovering... She's not my girlfriend. Rachel's gone, Dr. Crow. I... And... I need for it to mean something. I need this to be about something. If I can save this object from whatever is out there... I understand, Jacob. And I can assure you that we will end this once and for all. What's going on out there? We're deciding what to do next. I came to check on the object, make sure that it's safe. It is. It's here. May I see it? Is that a good idea? It kind of made you crazy before. That is in the past. You can see it, but it's not leaving this room. These weird tattoo things I have because of this, they're fading from my skin, and I guess they're going to go away completely, but I know I'm supposed to have some kind of, like, superpowers or whatever. I'm not going to let anyone get the object, not even you. Of course, Jacob, and you are doing an admirable job. What are you looking for? I just wanted to see the condition of the object, given the circumstances surrounding all of our previous interactions with it. I feared that it might be occasionally prone to bursts of wild, magical energy. Though it appears all is well. Okay, then. Right, well, I'm off. Back to the others as we mount our assault, as they say. We'll ring you when we're ready for a bit more of the guardianship. Hmm? Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Something about that guy. Even when he seems like he's sincere, he seems like a sincere dickhead. Took it. You awake, Harm? How are you feeling? A little better? 
Crow. Yeah, sorry. Don't worry about him. He's gone. Those guys have everything all taken care of. I'm here with you. Sleight of hand and the casting of simple illusions is quite a bit more difficult with one hand, you know. And you're a bit heavier than you were in my possession, aren't you? What has Jacob been feeding you? Ah, at any rate, the glamour will wear off shortly and they'll realise that Jacob's cask only contains a Bible. A lot of good that'll do them. Still, gives the two of us a little quality time on the way to the wonderful Wizard of Oz. So tell me, Toto, what does that bastard of Dremelac want with you exactly? What are you? You speak with disrespect towards our master, Bal Adramalek. I leave it, Data. That's our man, Dr. Crow, in it. Been expecting him, haven't we? I'm afraid that you have me at a slight disadvantage. His name is Blaine. He's Data. The one feed on the squirrel is Heath. Put down the squirrel, Heath. But they're so hard to find these days. I haven't had a proper meal since we burned down... I said leave it. Whatever's got your knickers in a twist. You have what our Lord seeks? <laughs> Indeed I do. Let us kill him and take it to our Lord. No. Adramalek wants Crow to bring it to him. Of course he does. I'm obviously the cornerstone of this whole bloody thing. And I'll tell you now, I do not appreciate my assistant being dragged off into the... Your odds of amusing I was told, Mr. Crow. The name is Dr. Xander Crow, and I Can we it. bleed him? Can we bleed him just a little wee bit? No, Heath. We take him to the master, as instructed. Elsa, yes? Do, do the others know? No. About your crisis of faith? I, um... I, I I don't know what you mean. You see it, don't you? You're the perceptive one in the group. Uh, Dieter. Yes, Dieter, Dieter. And you, Blair, was it? Blaine, when watch it, governor. And you're sleeping with her, aren't you? So you're excused from not noticing what's really happening. I don't know what you're bloody yapping about. It's, it's true, though, Blaine. You've got a soft spot for Elsa. What are you on about? You're going to betray them. I knew it! Hang on! Then what's this? He's mad. Oh, but my dear, I'm also quite observant. It's all part of your body language. And he was right about you shagging Blaine, Elsa. I never trusted her. He's messing about with our heads. And how did he know about Cedric? He didn't. Ah, but I did, Blaine. Cedric Bloomington, whose farm burned down. That was you, was it, Elsa? I suspected it was too much for the girl to handle. Oh, yes, you're quite brilliant. Hmm. Of course, you're jealous of Blaine. Were you hoping to be the next in line? I have no desires of the flesh. I seen the way you look at her, you jerry bastard. Stop! Stop! All of you, you sh just shut your mouth. Oh, is that a hint of a Yankee twang, Elsa? Elsie, the farmer's wife. No, the farmer's daughter. Not anymore, she's not. You burned down the house in an attempt to raise your past, did you now? But you're finding you can't escape. I knew Cedric. He spoke of you quite lovingly, despite your betrayal. Say another word, Dr. Crow, and I'll rip out your tongue. I don't believe my master had any guidelines on your ability to speak. Okay. 
Right, fair enough. Take me to your leader. Let's see what new torment your master has in store. I'm sorry I had to gag you, Anna, but I can't risk any kind of incantation at this critical juncture. I don't think you know quite what you're capable of, hmm? I want you to understand something, Anna. Call it hubris, if you like, but I've put a great deal of time, a great deal, into this. And you, my dear, are the key. Yes, Dr. Francis Alexander Crow, Ph.D., your mentor, your friend. You thought you were protecting him from me, perhaps. Ironically, he's completely unimportant now. He's already served his purpose. Have you ever known someone who is so completely smug, he rubs you the wrong way? That's Crow. Oh, how I've delighted in tearing him down, dressing in the body of little Samantha Holloway, as I turned his entire world on end. Makes you wonder what he might have been had it not been for me, eh? But no, he's served his purpose. I just want to see the look in his eyes as I finally claim my prize. But you, you, my dear Anna, I've known you for so long. The vampire, you know their kind well, don't you? They serve me. I am their lord and master, and I set them to watch you a long time ago. Now, I'll admit, I didn't expect Julian to defect and kidnap mm. Yes, he thought he was protecting you, I suppose, in his own twisted way. But when Crow found you, I was right there at his side. He was my right-hand man, if you get my meaning. I knew it was you, Anna. It was by my whim that you stayed with Crow and flourished under him. It is my will that you end your days in Wormwood, and all for an endgame you couldn't possibly imagine. We found Crow. He has what you want. As I knew you would, Doctor. Hello, Adremelech. Stopped wearing little girls, I see. Ah, Samantha. So sweet was her innocence. Get stuffed, you sick bastard! Where are your manners? Let's keep our business civil, shall we? You have what you want. You don't even have an inkling, do you? I know it's a relic that holds some kind of power, and I know you want it. That's enough to know it's bad news. You never cease to amuse me, Doctor. <laughs> yes, yes, you've... Used me again. Bravo. Now, assuming you have no further need of us, let us go. I assume you wish to taunt me another day. But I have what I need now. And I have no further use of you. <laughs> I don't believe you. It doesn't matter what you believe. You once believed there were no real monsters, didn't you? And now. And if you believe in the devil, do you also believe in God? I've only seen proof of the one. Well, I do. Believe in God, I mean. Perhaps not in the sense that you think of when you hear the term. In the beginning, God said, let there be light. 
and it was his voice across the empty vacuum of space that brought the first light into being. Why are you telling me this? Because what we call the object is a fragment of creation, and from it emanates a signal, a frequency. It's the voice of God, and it makes the world, and it can unmake the world, too. Did you know I was once a god, too? Sephardi, yes. And then I was consigned to hell with all the other gods of old. The world as you know it is remade time and time again, Dr. Crow, in subtle ways humans cannot perceive. Things are made to have always been. But with the object, I can make it all anew, and I can take my rightful place. And rule the universe from heaven instead of taunting me from within the bodies of innocent girls. Hmm? Right, sounds wonderful, so go on, do it! Let Sparrow and I be on our way. That's just it, Doctor. I'm afraid Anna is instrumental to my plan. You delivered her as I always intended. What? You undoubtedly understand her gift for language, do you not? She's very smart, a bit mouthy. There you are. She was raised to be my vessel. Oh, that's not a little. She was mine long before you knew her, Crow. She's a very special girl. She has the ability to understand all language, even that of machines. Only she can decode the frequency of creation. She is the celestial scribe, a Metatron made flesh, the unwitting prophet of Armageddon, and through her I will unmake this seeping wound of a world, this rot-infested reality. What? I believe this is when I say the cavalry has arrived. Not now! Blaine! Heath! See to the intruders! On it, boss! Elsa, I've gloated long enough. It's time we said goodbye to the good Dr. Crow, don't you think? Yes, sire. Don't you dare, Elsa. What? I don't trust her, master. She plans to betray you. Yes, Elsa, let's bleed me dry, shall we? After all, I'm only trying to stop the devil from stealing a little girl, just as your father was attempting to do when you killed him. I'm a monster doctor, like my father. Your father may have been a bloodsucker, but he was a good man. A better man than this bedeviled, rotting corpse of a father figure is. Dieter, kill them both. I don't have time for this. I must prepare the girl. I've been waiting for this moment, Elsa. Try it, Dieter. My will is not to be denied. Come then, Anna. Let's make the world over. Yes. Can you feel it? A wash in the glow of creation. Now I have to untie you, my dear, before I enter your body. I promise you it won't be unpleasant. I can only do this once. Your body cannot contain my essence for long. It will begin to decay. But before then, it will be over. And the play I've set in motion centuries ago will at last be complete. Given enough time, your arm would have grown back, Elsa. But sadly, I've found this splintered table leg. 
And we know what wood does to our kind, do we not? We do now, bloodfucker. Oh. <laughs> yeah, nailed him, Sheriff. Back off, suck whores. Wayne, Chip, grab the girl. Keep away from me. Taste garlic-infused super soaker, she bitch. Ah! The SNSA is moving in, Crow. We'll get the diner surrounded and take care of these vamps. You go after... Let me go. <laughs> I won't do what you need. <laughs> All these eons, and your plan is foiled, because you underestimated how stubborn I am. Stop struggling, you little bitch! Sparrow! You can't leave me on a fight for Wormwood. Or rescuing Sparrow. Oh my god, all this blood. What are these staked vampires? Cool. God. We're all gonna die, aren't we? Okay. Okay. The end of times is right in there. Killing everybody you love. Only one move left. Power slide won't do. It's time for... Mega power slide. Transferring his spirit into Jimmy! My mental journey reaches its apex. Yes, the devil's in the details. I've got you, Drabble. Insolent pup. Sparrow. No, get away. Get- Stay back. I put that knife down. We can capture. No! The body has to die! What? Oh. Xander, no! You can't bind him! Well played, Doctor. Well played. Checkmate. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. No. No, no. Jimmy. It's over! It's over! He's dead! I... I've killed him. Hang on a second, Dr. Crow. Just... just let him go, Wayne. Let the man go. And, uh, and sell hi-fi car stereo devices with my cousin in Albuquerque. Hold that thought, would you? Stupid as it is. Huh? Dr. Crow! Where do you think you're going? Mr. Marino has a message for you. Xander, behind you. He's pulling out a... Relax. It's only a cell phone. Look at here, Doc. These smartphones are kind of annoying. You gotta swipe it here, then press this virtual one button to dial out the voicemail. Take the phone, Crow. What? I don't know. I don't know. God damn it, I'm sorry. (laughs) He's, uh... He's missing a hand. You know, maybe we should use the voice command. Listen, you gotta put your finger on this button. It's haptic, so you're gonna feel a vibration when you're holding it. Oh, yeah, his... His hand is, uh... Here, I got it for you. When my little Amanda got... Well, when she got the way she got, I turned to you to fix her. You promised you'd put everything right with his soul, but that's not what happened in the end. Look, you gotta see this from my perspective, Doc. I understand bullets, car bombs, cement shoes, 
Christ, I even understand illness and human frailty, all those cruel biological torments. Well, what I wasn't able to understand was why I didn't have my little girl no more. Well, when my daughter died, I saw black. I saw hell coming for me early and you standing there at the gate. I wanted you dead, Crow. You know, part of me always will because I'm a father. And at the very least, because I've been one. <laughs> and the funny thing is, here I am in prison and I got nothing but time to look back on things. Well, I've been seeing things differently in hindsight. So you got work to do, a family to provide for. Perhaps you got a reputation to make and to make good on. Intentions matter, Crow. In my line of work, arguing what I've done to take care of my family, I gotta believe intentions count for something. Now, don't get me wrong. I know damn well what they say about that paved road to hell. Now, listen to me. Look, I know that you tried to exorcise the demon from my daughter. I know your intentions were good, even if that brass of yours was destructive. Well, what I'm struggling to, to say here is that, well, I ain't going to try to kill you no more, Dr. Crow. Did Mr. Marino make his point clear? Uh, yes. That he did. Good. I'll take my phone back now. Goodbye, Dr. Xander Crow. Did you see that? These small town folk are worse than we are. Just keep walking. Don't turn around or whatever you do, don't look back. Uh, I don't understand the world no more. Me either. Me either. Xander, what the hell just happened? Apart from all the death and destruction here, Don Marino has apparently decided to exorcise one of my demons. Revelation is a serialized mystery podcast produced by Habit Forming Films, LLC. The Wormwood cast includes Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Perozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Peter Dirksen as Jimmy Details and Jonesy, Rob Grindlinger as Sheriff Bradley and Don Marino, Anna Maganini as Lynette Bradley, Commander McQueen, and the Wolf Queen, Nicole Brayburn as Deidre Frost and Harmony Barrister, Ben Boodman as Chip Drexel and Bishop Grail, Zachary Folks as Adremelac and Colin Crane, Dave Johnston as Deputy Wayne Drexel, David Acampo as Jacob Kidder, Morgan Walsh as Sister George, Samantha Turk as Henry Howe, Robert W. Allen as Special Agent Elijah Wojtek, Ryan e. James as Miss Ginter, and Joe J. Thomas as Abacus Bressier, Hank Mason, and your announcer. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Original music composed by Todd Hodges. Audio recording engineered by Greg Wilkinson. The Wormwood writing staff includes Jeremiah Allen, Rob Allspaugh, Paul Montgomery, and Tiffany K. Whitney. 
Executive Producers, David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Wormwood created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Please visit www.wormwoodshow.com for episode guides, cast and crew information, and other original content. Season 1, The Drowned Woman, Season 2, Crossroads, and Season 3, including Five Fingers of Glory and Portraits, are available online now. Thank you for listening, and welcome to town. You know, I'm feeling better since I had some of that yogurt you gave me. Yeah, yeah, the stuff with the probiotics. Look, I'm talking like you now. Pretty soon I'll be wearing panties and a dress. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Dita, <laughs> away from the plastic. <laughs> I plan to betray the recording. <laughs> <laughs> you have what you want, and that's the end. <laughs> All right! <laughs> I win! <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tuesday Terror right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Thursday Thrillers for action, adventure, mystery, and crime drama, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, the Saturday Story Circle for kids and family alike, and Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases for the week from our United Artists of Audio, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.